Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Episode 8. Malachi, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Great. Glad to be doing Talk About Town Episode 8. I was going to start off with a pizza joke. Okay. But it's a little too cheesy, so I'm just going to skip that. Oh, that was it, wasn't it? That was (laughs) it. (laughs) So... um, now we're we're still a couple of weeks away from it, but Father's Day is coming up. Um, the next episode will likely drop right before Father's Day. We are both fathers. We are not scared of dad jokes, and we are not scared of jumping in there early. There are people who have birthday weeks and birthday month. We'll bring the arsenal, the full arsenal. We got yeah. plenty of time to do some research. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I hope everyone's doing good that's listening to this, except for people who don't gun it at the left turn light so that we can all make it. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. I could do this all day. Like We could just make this whole show. Uh, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, anyway, um, how's, how's the real estate market doing the past couple of weeks? I mean, it hasn't cooled off, if anything, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, I mean, today's what May thirtieth, so everybody will be hearing this first of June. Mm-hmm. We talked about right now is where people are amping up for the the secondary rush, push, whatever you want to call it. Um, to where everybody knows spring's the first big push. Everybody waits until the first of the year when things start warming up. Well, now this is just my experience. I don't know if this is nationwide or who knows, but. Um, you get a secondary push where people want to list, buy, and be moved before school starts back up. Yeah, and and school in Jefferson County, we're going all the way to June 7th. It's still going on. Oh, it's yeah. still going on. My kids are at school right now. Um, it's still going on. Um, there was that big... Um, it was like the protest thing, the sick outs. Oh, now everybody's paying for it. I forgot Now everybody's that. paying for it. And you know... <laughs> Something that that I noticed, because you asked the kids what they did at school today or about their homework, it's not a one-for-one exchange. A February or March day that you lose cannot be made up one-for-one in June. I'm sorry. Oh, they don't carry the same weight. There's no way when you could be sitting by the pool or sitting at home on the weekend when it's cold, like, give me a break. You know which one. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even think uh, about that, what they're trading for. It's not apples to apples. That's what you're saying. It's really not. Uh, You know, my my kids are coming home. A lot of days are like, no, we don't have any homework today. We just did testing. Or, no, we don't really have any homework today. We're just doing whatever. And in February or March, back when the protests were going on, that is not the case. Oh, you're in the – well, right back then, you're in the middle of it now – you're just staring at the calendar waiting for that last yep. month. I didn't You're, even know they were still in school, though. They are. And, uh, you know, I'm a former <clears throat> teacher. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all my teacher brethren. That are still in the thick of it. <laughs> there is no tired, like, end-of-the-year teacher tired. Um, kids, the teachers want to be out of school as bad, if not worse, than you. Oh, there's all the cool memes going around about parents having to watch their kids now and (laughs) who's going to watch them all that good stuff so yeah the uh it's it's the exact opposite the parents are counting their last couple of days as blessings and the kids can't wait for them to go by fast enough so they can get out and do 
whatever kids do these days. I have no idea. Stare at their screen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Waste a beautiful day staring at a No, my screen. my kids are all pretty active. They're they're athletes. Um up until recently, summer was kind of the time when all that stomps, but we're, we're finding some stuff that they're interested in that they're going to keep doing. So we're, we're ramping back up just to a, a different season, sort of. Move from one to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, so just back to the real estate market. Um, real quick with the numbers, I know we, we're not going to really delve into it real bad, but the uh, the listings, this, this week all we have is the week to week. May 12th to the 18th of 2018 versus May 12th to the 18th of 2019. So the listings that were put on a year ago, the you know, for that week were 647. This year it's 583. So what I say that was like 64, I think different. I don't know what that percentage is. Somebody can do that math, but 64 to me is a significant number. Now the solds are only 358 to 348. So 10, that, that number don't jump out quite as big as the 64 less listings at the exact same week a year ago. So we talked about numbers a lot in the last show. I don't know. I guess you can interpret that however you will. I mean, if it's well, already a small market, there's not many houses. It's saying it's same number of houses are selling, but fewer are going on the market. So that means um, if you want to sell your house, if it's priced right, right and in decent condition, it will probably sell and probably sell quickly. Yeah, it's still, I mean, it's been like that. And then you just still see these trends, like even up until this, to the, to the minute numbers here. I mean, these numbers came out yesterday. I mean, you're talking, there's still same closings, less listings. And I don't know how the market can continue. I mean, no, it, it'll be hard to sustain itself. Although there, like we talked about on the last episode, there are certain parts that look like we may be headed for a change. Different areas, yeah. different different yeah. areas, and and some price points. There were some price points right. in between that were down, but the overall picture is that it's still going crazy, right? And like we were just talking about the the push. I mean, I guess that num that secondary push isn't for people that don't have kids or could care less about. But a lot of the times, your first time home buyers or people that might even be upgrading, you know, moving up one schools are going to be a big. Yeah, factor. schools are big. And, you know, for a lot of times people move to certain areas for schools. So, you know, it, it, in the real estate market, it's a big factor. And so, like I said, you know, for most places, school's been out maybe for a week or so. So, parents, I'm, I mean, I'm telling you. I think Bullet County is last day is today, which is Thursday the 30th. Is it? Yeah. Okay. But well, yeah. Um, like I said, that's getting ready to happen. People will want. And, it, Summer's what two months, I guess, sixty days yeah. or so. So you think if you go looking for a house in the next, if you find one in the next week or so, yep. a sixty-day closing is not unheard of. So I mean, you no. want to be under. A lot of people want to have it under contract now, or even a week or two ago, just to where you're not moving and trying to start a new school, or you know, even if you stay in the same district, but start school and move. I can't even. Well, moving's tough enough on its own. Moving is is not the the easiest or best thing in the world to do. I don't know. It is necessary. <laughs> but you know, I moved when I was a kid and it was during it was like right before the school let out and I don't remember that like being a big 
big deal. So I don't, but I think in your mind, you get these finite lines of like, we want to do this after mm. we want to do this before, but it's not the end of the world if that doesn't happen. No, hell no. But I'm just saying it would be much easier to take your time during the summer just to get yes, the truck would. and do it versus try to do all that during the first couple of weeks of school. I just, but no, I'm just saying we do know numbers. Uh, I mean, secondary push is coming if it's not already kind of kicking in gear. I don't know if it's full swing or not, but it, it'll be here. Um, so maybe we can think about this for our next show. Maybe more listings might hit the market in the next week or two. Let's who, hope so. Who's, who knows? Let's hope so. Hey, <laughs> listeners, sell your house. Yeah. You know, I mean, if if people don't want to sell, they're not going to sell. But if you're ever on the fence about it now, you're it's the time. It's a seller's market. Yep. So, And, um, and when I work with buyers... Uh, if, if we're in a reasonable price point, and I don't know if this is the same for you, rarely are we coming across something that's not a multiple offer situation. It's rare these days. And if a house sits for a week or two, that's rare. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Um, there's one that's close to me in the upper highlands that it's probably priced a little higher than it should be, but not much. And it sat for a little while. It's one of the few uh, under $200,000, maybe one of two uh, under $200,000 in the entire zip code. And because it, it has sat for a month or two now, people see it and they're like, ah, it must be a dog. They don't want to. They don't want to see that Stigmatized house. Stigmatized property. Yeah. Because it's. Why because didn't it sell in four days? Exactly. Hmm. It's just wild. Yeah. If you're, if it's not flying off the shelf. Then uh, people automatically instantly think that something's up with it. Yeah, and I, and I actually took a buyer to look at it recently. It's not a bad house. Hmm. So that's weird. Yeah, hmm. it wasn't for them, but it's for somebody. Somebody could get a nice deal. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that's our. We probably ought to name this like the the real estate beat or real estate minute or well, 10 yeah. minutes or whatever uh where we close out the segment all right now we're closing out the, the mailbag <laughs> yeah we're accepting comments for what the numbers section of the pod should be called yeah because we we're going to try to get different categories where we they're all going to have cool catchy that's right neat names do we need sound effects and stuff yeah hell yeah <laughs> we need all kinds of sound effects sound effects are great uh so uh all right well let's uh close out the the real estate minute there, yeah uh, and move on to stuff that we have going on around town we're hitting springs over in 20 something days so yep. summer always screams festivals and we have a it's a festival right i mean it's an event it's an event uh it is a public near event. and dear to all our hearts more than all the rest of them um so if you want to go ahead, I don't, I don't have anything pulled up, but, um, yeah, I do. So, um, the admin at our brokerage, Michelle has a son that was diagnosed with leukemia and he's very young. He's as far as I know, he's been doing very well, but mm -hmm. they've got a long, tough road ahead of them. And, uh, our brokerage in partnership with some of our, our vendors is putting on a big, like family fun day on Saturday, the first, eleven thirty to four thirty. Yep. And it is it is at First Baptist Church of Mount Washington, three twenty North Bardstown Road. And it is gonna be fun. We're we're talking bouncies, auctions, music, food, games. 
I was getting ready to start listing that. So yeah, okay, bouncy houses. I think Chick Fil A's catering. It's what I've that's, that's rumor. That's what I heard. So that's cool. Everybody loves Chick Fil A. Uh, um, my oldest son <laughs> said said he would work a booth. Nice. Um, when I tell him Chick Fil A's catering, it's over. He'll be all in. Okay. <laughs> no, he'll be he'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll work two booths in. Yeah. So it's a you know it's an event we're trying to raise money because I mean there's no telling. No, the, what the it, numbers are. Uh, no, I don't. I don't even know. And it, it's it's been tough on them. It's been. I mean, it's been tough on on everybody. And we just we just want to help. And we're putting on this event. So if um, if you know about this, head down to Mount Washington. Check this out. It's going to be a lot of fun. I would say this is our way to help. I guess like to all of our loyal, huge following that we have That's right here. Uh, but hey, if at least one person comes because this mission accomplished for so, sure yeah. um, and like i said if this goes out on friday then i mean you still have one day to, to get over there so and it goes on for hours so the weather i think in the morning i think there's a little chance but i think it's supposed to be around lunchtime should be perfect nice so, yeah so get out there and come hang out well we'll be there so yeah, yeah. come see us <laughs> we'll interview you for the next podcast come see talk about town yeah <laughs> you know yeah we'll sign stuff if you're gonna be able to take pictures you know oh we need we i need to get those headshots for for signatures giveaway yeah everybody you know yeah we need to have well, a booth <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, we certainly uh, do. And if one person came up, I would. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, yeah. So that's there are, um, like you said, there's there's other festivals, events, but that's the that's the biggie for us. That is a big one for us. It's a big one for our whole brokerage. Yeah, it's definitely that's the one that's of all the festivals would be near and dear to our heart. But you and I personally have something coming up that's really cool that we've never even. I don't even know if this was ever a thought process for me, but um, what? Uh, tell everybody what we've got going on here in a couple of weeks. Okay, so Thursday, June 13th from 4 to 8, we're going to be out at Automated Lifestyles. They're having this big open house. Um, the address is 1620 East Point Way okay. uh, off of Old Henry Road out by the Snyder. Right. Um, this company, Automated Lifestyles, they run all kind of smart home systems, and it's pretty amazing what they do. Um, you know, at my house, we've got um, ADT, we've got a Nest thermostat, we've got um, a Kuna light, which is a, a different brand where it's built into our light and it has a camera in it. That's cool. Yep. And, then, and you know, we got Alexa and Google stuff and all that. Well, their stuff takes all of your things and wraps it into one dashboard and you can control HVAC, you can control lighting. If you have everything hooked up, they have um, automatic um, window treatments. They've got, I mean, everything. It automates your whole home. And their company that they run through um, is coming out with a new version of their operating system. Okay. So they're having this huge um, open house and they're going to have... You know, they're going to have giveaways, door prizes, food, drinks, music. But the thing is, we're going to set up a booth out there. We're going to be out there. Um, we're going to re- we're going to interview some people. We're going to get some audio. Do what gonna, we do. Yeah, so. we're going to we're going to interact with the public. You know, there'll be a lot of people from the industry and right be across lot- the board. Right. Like builders, everybody that has anything to do with 
stuff like this. Yep, everybody. Right. Okay. And and we're hoping to come out there and and just talk to people, um find out what's going on with this cool stuff um and and partner with some of these people and and bring this stuff to um to life for people because the, it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it cuz like I said, I never even I never even thought about anything like this. And hopefully if all goes well, maybe this is just a test run for future big events. I mean, who knows? Because uh, this is definitely going to expose us. Like I said, we're real estate and other stuff. So this kind of fits into both of those categories, yeah, really. Yeah, it, it's both. Uh, and, and it's open to the public. Uh, there also is a VIP section that starts oh. at 6 o'clock. Cool. Um, let me pull this up with the details of that because it's pretty cool. It's a so bourbon tasting or something? It is right? a bourbon tasting uh, hosted by Brian Hara. Okay. Um, and this guy, he's got a book. Um, he, he's got this thing about finding significant his, uh, bourbon with historical value. I read about that last night. It's cool. It is cool. And he, he studies the interplay between bourbon, law, mm. history. He started a blog, and then it turned into a book. Uh, it's called How Whiskey Law Shaped America. Nice. And you'll, yeah, and um, everybody that goes to the VIP will get a copy of the book and a rocks glass. That's cool. That's worth it. Right, yeah, for right sure. <laughs> so go to go to automatedlifestyles.com. Check it out. Come out and see us. We'll have a good time 4 to 8 Thursday, June 13th. Nice. And hopefully we can maybe tag them in this post or something where people can, if they have a Facebook page. I don't know. If we do, we'll tag them and they can probably find some stuff out through that too. Yep, definitely. So, all right. Well, that's cool. That's a, that's a, a mine and yours event. But you recently went and ate at a pretty cool restaurant. Why don't you give a little two-cent review about that? Yeah, definitely. I went to the Half Peach Bakery and Cafe. Where's that at? Like close to um, here, I guess? Well, if you live in Louisville, you'll know where this is. It's near the old Sears building. Okay. <laughs> That's Louisville speak for St. Matthew's over near uh, Hubbard Lane. And it's, I forget what street that's called. Their, theirs is actually, their address is not Hubbard Lane. Their address is on, if I say it correctly, um, Oshley. I don't know. O-E-C-H-S-L-I. Anytime we ever talk about that road with anybody, you say it like that. It's okay. uh, on Oshley. But anyway, here's the thing. This place is vegan. and Everything? Everything in there is vegan. I'm out. Sorry. Well. You can keep Somebody out there, I'm sure, loves it. Go hold ahead. on. <laughs> hold on. We have mentioned both of us on this podcast are very into smoking meat and, and all that kind of stuff. And the people... I've got a little group of us that, that go to lunch every now and then, and one of us is a vegetarian, and so we always do vegetarian-friendly stuff, not necessarily vegan stuff, although um, she does do fish. But this place, I had a shrimp po' boy. Doesn't sound like it would be the thing. It was good. Shrimp's vegan? No. Okay. They make, they have like a burger, vegan burger, um, they got a shrimp po' boy. They got all kinds of stuff that is meatless, but it's it still got a really good texture to it. It's breaded. It's fried. When we were leaving, though, I guess they do these pizzas, and I saw one of the pizzas, and I realized I should have gotten the pizza. It was delicious, and their sides are amazing. So check out um, 
the Half Peach Cafe. Um, they are hoping to contribute to the well-being of our customers, the planet, and all of the animals that inhabit it. I support that. It was a very good experience. Shout out to them. Very cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of bees, there's a t- there's a conversation going on within the bee community if, if honey is vegan. And supposedly, not supposedly, mm. this is what I read on Facebook, everybody going back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's not because... Because it's an animal product. Well, and because bees get killed by accident every now and then. Like, you cannot, it's just... There's no humane It's just physically honey. impossible right. to do everything you have to do. It doesn't matter if you take hours and hours. So, accidentally, something's going to get squished or, you know, you, no matter how hard, which I don't, you don't ever want to kill any of them, but it's just... I don't know if you, it would even be possible to run an apiary there that you can 100% guarantee that the entire time this honey was made that none of these bees, not one out of these 25,000 bees was accidentally killed. So right. like I, I've been reading all these people are going back and forth over it. So even though it's natural and you can say it's organic, it's locally grown or locally grown, loc- uh, locally made, like it's just, it's yeah. inevitable. Well, I guess I, I think of the definition of veganism as no animal products and bees are an animal and they make it so and you're not consuming the bee but right i guess that would put it in at least a gray area if not a bit a hard note. yeah so i said like people are talking about it right now it's weird that you even mentioned that and it works out to where i read that yesterday like yep. so uh people are it's not it's not like it's a hot button topic but people were just talking about it regardless um but yeah so we we touched on one festival or the big one um what about a couple other ones? We we talked about the Taco Fest. Yep, Taco Fest. Um, that's coming up the eighth and 9th of June. My wife suggested that be mentioned because she could eat tacos honestly every day of the week, probably because she likes Mexican food that much. But well, <laughs> I mean, come on, who doesn't like tacos? I can't eat Mexican food every day, but she could. But that's a that we'll probably. When is that? You say. This is this weekend or ne- no, next weekend? Next weekend, the eighth yeah. and ninth. Something tells me that we may end up there. Where's it at? Fourth Street Live. Oh, okay. Two to eight Saturday, two to six Sunday. Nice. And it has like five stars, so I mean, Damn. come on. It's it's Taco Fest. How can you not like that? And I and I'm I'm betting a vegetarian would do fine there too. I'm sure there's some vegan taco somewhere. Yeah. Well, earlier a vegetarian girl walked up to me and she said we had met before, um, but I was pretty sure I had never met a herbivore. Oh man, <laughs> dad joke coming back. <laughs> How did that? We just walked right into that one. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I don't think you're going to have anything for the art show at the, uh, what's it called? The uh, Arts on the Grass, unless you got a great joke lined up. I don't know. I, I've got a certified dad card, though, so okay, I, might, well, I might be able to. Now, this one, when's this one? The, the Art arts Fest. on the Green. That's, that's yeah. June 1st and, 5th and 2nd, 1st and 2nd, coming up this weekend. Oldham County. Yep. Um, in the LaGrange Courthouse Square. Yeah, so it was on the news this morning. That's what brought my attention to it. But yeah, like I think there there's booths. Uh, it says, I mean, 125 food. There's all kinds of 10 food booths, 9,000 attendants for crafts, kids, all that good stuff. So after you leave Mount Washington, you know, because you're going to go there first because we told you to. Uh, after you leave Mount Washington, just swing right down the road 
right over there to LaGrange and stop in. They have they have art for sale by local artists. I saw that this morning. Crafts, all kinds of that stuff. You um, know, I really dig um, art fairs and stuff. We always go to St. James. Oh, yeah. But it's huge. It's, it's, it's enormous. It is, a I mean, a, a national, if not region, regional, if not national kind yeah. of thing. Um, but some of these smaller ones are awesome and they get overlooked because St. James has the name behind it. So it is national. They had people from California there last year. They were interviewing them. That's yeah. in the fall though, right? Or yeah. That? It's yeah. always like um, Labor Day weekend. Right. What about uh Gaslight Festival? You ever go to that? I did. I did all this stuff when I was younger. I haven't done any of it. A long time ago. I yeah. Gaslight I haven't really. Yeah. It's probably tripled in size since the last time I was there. But, um, but yeah, so there's, there's probably a website out there for like local events, but uh, those are ones that jump out to us because Neil's an artist. I'm sure everybody knows that. We've probably mentioned it 20 times, but, <laughs> and I guess we all like tacos. So there, Taco Festival and the Arts Festival. It's two. Uh, yeah. And then there, um, this coming weekend too, there's another thing. Malachi's getting involved with that, and I'm thinking about uh, tagging along as well. It's the free fishing weekend. Oh, yeah. Yep, free fishing. Uh, they do it once a year. Maybe they do it twice a year, but this Saturday and Sunday, it's just to help get people out there. Mm-hmm. The Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife, um, all your lakes around the state of Kentucky, um, private lakes, like they said on the website, still got to get permission, but you can fish without a license. No license. All the still, all the the rules and regs still apply as far as limits and all that good stuff. But for the most part, if there's no age limit. Like you know, kids mm-hmm. have they have um, a little bit. They pay a little bit less to get their fishing license on it. But anyways, this weekend anybody can go take a fishing pole. Go as long as it's public, or yeah. if you have permission to go to a private spot. It's it's free fishing, and their, their hope is I think that people discover it for the first time and then do go yeah. purchase their license. Well, you know, I know you are a, f- a fisher. I'm not. I've been fishing. But it's just not It's not my jam. But I think my youngest would totally dig it. So I'm thinking about going out, meeting Malachi, and getting uh, Ryan to cast and see if he can catch some fish, man. Get Landon out there, too, and make him put the worm on the hook. We'll see, yeah. how, we'll see how that goes. He he feels bad for every animal that ever gets hurt. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to be okay. He might like that. the Half Peach Cafe in Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Dead on, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you already know him too well. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Ryan too. If we catch some fish, if we brought it back here, I could get him interested in the smoker. Oh hell Be- yeah! Because there's something to be said about seeing your food from beginning to end. That's part of why I hunt and fish because yeah. there's nothing better than. I mean, I guess you you can argue it either way, but I, I my, one of my favorite parts is eating something that I went out and took part in, and the work and the and I even process my own deer and everything. So I do it all the way until and uh, I do want to smoke some deer this year. I don't really know how, but because uh, I smoked my first pork butt, I told you the other day, it turned out everybody liked it quite a bit. I thought it could use a little bit of work, but it's all I'm learning. It's well, all a learning process. <laughs> Um, pork butt's what I learned to use the smoker with, and it it's definitely a learning process. Well, this time I did this, so I'm going to do this a little longer. This rub, this ev- just everything. There's so many variables, and as you and it takes forever. Yeah. Ribs, your ribs took me like three hours or something. Yeah, pork butt. I 
I have done it super low where it was as long as like 22 hours on the smoker. As long as you don't have a deadline, like, Hey, everybody's hungry. Yeah. That's what we did. So it was okay. Um, like I said, it, I have room for improvement on it, but it it worked. Everybody ate, loved it. But uh, fish, we did that trout a couple weeks ago, whatever. But I bet if you did some bluegill or whatever, you know, I bet bet it'd be good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Well, we talked about local events. Okay. Well, let me, let me, uh, throw in there. I went to a local event last night. Yeah. And I just wanted to kind of mention this. It was really cool. It was, um, a meetup of local real estate investors. And, um, I went there as not just as an agent, but as an interested party. Uh, I've got a buddy that I've known for a long time. We kind of, uh, reconnected. He asked me to come here and it was this guy talking about his first flip. I met a bunch of really cool people, got the wheels turning. Um, he had this great story about doing a flip accidentally. Um, Keep going. (laughs) How? Well, so he had a small rental portfolio. He bought this other rental house and I guess he, he had a really good buy and it was in a great area and people were showing him like, Hey, you need to sell this thing. It's appreciated so much that you're going to make a killing off of it. So he says, okay, fine. I'm going to sell it. They're going over there to put the lock box and the sign in the yard to sell it. Phone call. Hey, we got a big problem. There's a big hole in your house. A car had driven into the house the night before and left a big old hole in it. Damn. So insurance paid for most of most of the stuff to flip. So he put some some work into this. He walked away with an obscene number in profit and he never really intended to flip this house, but he did it and he did very well with it, but it, you know, I don't know how you accidentally flip a house other than that. He didn't go in there with that game plan. And just so it, not at all, just a fluid ever changing. Yep. Somebody hits your house with their car. Now bank error in your favor, collect $200. Exactly. Damn. That's one way to get in the market and do something like that. Yep. So is this going to be like a, a monthly or your well, thing? Um, there is, there's an investors group and then, they did this meetup. So there's separate things. Um, I'll keep you all posted about how this is. It, it, I had a really good time last night, met some cool people. Networking with just different, I guess, yep. lenders, probably just everybody from different backgrounds. Everybody. And it wasn't, it wasn't so big that it was overwhelming with all the people, but, and I got to have some real authentic conversations with some cool people that I met. In fact, I think um, a possible podcast guest or two could come out of that. Cool. Yeah. Bonus. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, well, yeah, that's definitely we're going, we're going full circle back to real estate. But yeah, for me, I'm in. I can't wait to hear. Will it be before the next show or probably no, uh, no? Okay, All but right. I'll keep everybody posted. All right. Yeah, that is local. And then let's jump into sort of real estate, but definitely Louisville. Um, the update on the Lou City Stadium. They're rolling. Yeah. Um, it, it was actually on our local news the other day. It's supposed to be ready before the 2020 season starts, which I guess the 2019 season, what just started. It's going on right now. Yep. Yeah. How far? 
Um, I I, you know, I don't remember. I think yeah. it's not super warm when it ends. Is that right? I feel I, like they're I've always been, playing. Anytime I see them, like, the, they're the either wrapping up a championship or starting again. The like, season's man. long. Um, I'm not a hardcore Lucidity follower, but I do go. Mm-hmm. And I went to the year they won the championship for the first time. I was there at that game. Um, I don't. Was I at the? I think I was at the second time. Uh, it all kind of blurs together sometimes because I and they've won like the last two years. Right? They've won the last two years. They're good. They're really good. And they won not their inaugural year, but the second and third year, I believe. So they, I mean, big success quickly. And that's and, why they're getting this uh, sixty-five million dollar sign expansion just through creating their own big yeah, badass stadium with, over there with a, a big investment in mixed use space and commerce and and just a big awesome hub yeah that's what we were talking about i didn't know this until the news like yesterday i had no idea that it's what's it say 40 acres and they're putting like restaurants and businesses that can be accessed not even just during the game time like just where you can go shop and go yeah. eat when the games aren't even going on so i didn't know that until like i said yesterday which that explains why it's 65 million and it's 40 acres but right. um they said that they haven't really released any of the names of the businesses that have already committed but um it's going to be cool you can just go shop there go eat there i bet the restaurants will probably be killer i mean for the, the most part, the restaurant scene in Louisville is good, and if you're getting in on this, you better be good. Yeah, it's already that's true. So yeah, yeah uh, but they said you can see it. I don't really come down 64 that often, mm-hmm. but uh, it's already breaking into the skyline, and it's supposed to be state. Of, the, of course, it's going to be state of the art. But uh, yeah, it's going to be badass. So well, it, um, it it's fun if you get a chance go to those games. I have a bit of a soccer background. I enjoy going. Um, what what's hard to beat though? I think the best ticket for the money is U of L soccer. Yeah, they're good too. They're really good. They're always nationally ranked. In yeah, the top five or ten every. Yeah, they've got a new soccer specific stadium that's just for them, and then they've got this little. They call it the berm. It's a little hill that's behind one of the goals. Uh, a buddy of mine and I go an awful lot, and you just go sit up there. The kids have a playground and and. Actually, there's a big area where they just end up playing soccer and football. They have a great time. You watch the game in this real intimate kind of setting. It's gorgeous. Love it. And it's over there by the Yums or not the uh, Louisville the, Football Stadium. Now. The, the Louisville Football Stadium. Yeah, yes. it's over there right beside that <laughs> <laughs> Cardinal Stadium. Yeah, that's what it's called now. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, I knew that's not very old either, though, is it? No, it's, uh, I'd say, maybe three or four years old is yeah. my guess. Because you can see it driving down 65 yeah. So when they have a game going, too. So, yeah. Yeah, you told me there. And, but, I mean, I listen to them on the radio every now and then. But I know, I mean, Louisville Collegiate Sports seem to be good at everything. But, yeah, I know that their their soccer teams kick ass, too. I wonder if that translates. Do they, I wonder if anybody from the Louisville soccer, college soccer team plays or goes. I, I don't Lou City. I don't know of any, but I do know Lou City has started an academy program. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, so they're starting with like some of the the young stars and training them up right to come up through their their stuff. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. Learn something new every day. See, yep. we're always about education. That's what That's education right. entertain. There, boom. There, there's a little nugget for you. Um, and, to, to stick, go ahead. Oh well, speaking of entertainment and education, U of L basketball. Good news this week. 
Yeah. All right. So this is why I didn't say one word for we on there. I'm not the most excited about Nora coming back. No. I'm more excited that Enoch decided to come back than Nora decided to come back. If you watch a game, you know, we know that Nora is the was the most improved player in the ACC. Right. That's great from his freshman to sophomore year. And he does. He scores. I mean, dude fills the bucket up, scores 24 points a game, whatever he averages. Don't know. But watch him on defense. He plays no defense, and it drives me freaking nuts. Right. Uh, if you – when they – when they're all back on defense, if you decide to not watch the ball mm-hmm. and just stare at him the whole time <laughs> and pay attention to what he's doing when the ball's not in his guy's hand, like where he's supposed to be playing defense, he he don't play D. And like I think I guarantee I knew when he was getting in the, in the NBA draft, I'm like, you have to play defense in the league. It's one on one. I mean, it's all isolation. It's boring for three and a half quarters until the last five minutes of game, but. uh it's all ISO, like, you know, one-on-one, nonstop. Right. And his defense, he just doesn't play it. Like, so hopefully – Hopefully coach can co- coach him up because – He's going to have to because he yeah. can score, so he has to be on the floor. Like, yep. I mean, he's he came out of nowhere and, dude, I mean, he's a hell of a score. We get it. But to be on the floor and then you watch – I just watch him so many times, he'll lose his guy all right. over again. He'll be looking one way, and then his guy makes a backdoor cut. Somebody has to pick up for him. They commit a foul. Now that now our guys, somebody else has three fouls that shouldn't have had it because you weren't playing defense. Right. He well, just, one reason I enjoy the college game more than the NBA is because of the defense. Um, you know, a lot of people bashed this last national championship because it was really two defensive heavy teams. I loved it. Yeah. I think that's awesome. That's probably – you're probably a product of the environment that we – grew up watching basketball and probably so because i'm sure there's other teams that nobody could care that or they could care less about somebody plays defense or not like give two shits like as long as you're scoring (laughs) well i don't know i you know i always i liked uh the old coaches uh full court press when he he implemented that at kentucky even Mm -hmm. and it and it was like what is this guy doing but so when those two decided to come back yesterday uh nora was yesterday enoch was the day before Mm -hmm. um we had which for months, we had the number one recruiting class coming into yes. this year, and now that number is misleading because when they when we had the number one recruiting class, like eighteen of the top twenty five hadn't committed yet, right. so we knew we were going to change. And I think I just saw in here we have like the sixth or seventh, uh, according to I don't even know what website I'm on, but uh, either way, it doesn't matter if we have the first or the fifth or sixth or whatever. You throw what we already have there. That's why I was kind of surprised he didn't go ahead and go because you got this Samuel Williamson kid out of Texas. He's a five star. This Aiden, I'm probably going to butcher this guy's name, but uh, it's this Aiden I L G I E H O N Smith. He, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, Iggy Home. I don't know, but he he's that dude that's like from England or whatever, and he's right. a monster. He's been up. He was up in New York destroying AAU teams, and like he he's a four star. David Johnson, he's from Trinity. He's a four-star. Josh Nickelberry, four-star. And then Jalen Withers, four-star. I mean, when when Nora mentioned yesterday or announced yesterday that he was coming back, er, Facebook, of course, blew up and all that. But everybody's like, Louisville, I think they're talking preseason rank four, and we might be that's everybody saying Louisville's gonna be a problem. Well, they they <laughs> may be. And what I what I take from it though is you know, we've been plagued with scandal for the past several years, and the most recent one, I, 
I was scared that it was going to take a decade or more to come back from that. Oh, I figured our basketball program, maybe all of them for all I knew, our basketball program, especially it was going to take years, five, six years. And he took them to the, I mean, the NCAA tournament year one, which was an accomplishment within itself. And then you put together a recruiting class like this. I figured our recruiting would be the main thing that suffered for two, three, That's four, what five I years. Too. And then you go out and put something like this, and then you get your other guys coming back, which, you know, he hasn't recruited. I guess this is going to be his first recruiting class, and this is your one out of the gate. <laughs> Not bad. I don't know how he – I don't know how he did it, but uh, I'm glad he did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know we're in May talking about, geez, next winter. But it's it's all because it all just came out in the news and stuff. Yeah, whatever, but, but, but you know, the this area lives and, and um, dies by college basketball. We can talk about it in May. We can talk about it in June. We can talk about it in February, March, April. Yeah, I know we all live and die by well, and and Lord knows that um, if Louisville football is anything like last year, we'll be talking about basketball again in August. So, which is unfortunately <laughs> probably going to be the case. So that, that's why we're talking about basketball. So that's right. <laughs> it's it's funny how it's convenient when you're a, you're a basketball school or a football school. But no, I think we're going to take our lumps this year. But we we've got plenty of time to talk about that. Let's just we do. Let's just uh, wrap let's, this up. <laughs> <laughs> let's revel in the glory for for a day, okay? Yeah. Right. All right. Well, um, all right. I think that kind of covers everything that we've got going on right now. The market, um, some very soon up-and-coming festivals. Uh, next show will be Father's Day. We'll see if we can't coax your dad into getting in here and uh, maybe being a guest. Uh, so that's what we have to look forward to. I don't, I don't think I have anything else that's warrants anything you anything over there um i don't have anything um really good but i i had um i had read a stat that alligators can grow up to 15 feet recently you don't say yeah but most only have four. Oh, i had uh, to end with the dead okay that's we'll just that'll be our theme great <laughs> you, you can send your complaints to neil at no <laughs> Uh, dad, dad jokes are great so I can't tune in next show if you if you like those yeah this is just a sampler of what's to come tune in next show for what we've got on the ticket you know, we got two weeks to get ready for that so there's no, <laughs> there's no telling what you all might hear so um, alright well that's great that's a great send off alright well uh, <laughs> that's all I have if that's that's that, all I got it? that's it yep okay. you sure Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, and um, I guess we'll talk to you guys in two more weeks. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.